Kelly Luther will spend the next week in jail. Now the judge. One salon owner in North Texas. Well, she learned that the hard way. And a hair salon owner who had also opened up her store has been jailed. Luther tore up the citation to the cheer of the crowd. But in Dallas, salon, salon owner Shelly Luther faced seven days in jail for So your client is in jail right now? But yesterday, a woman by the name, and I want you to remember this name, a woman by the name of Shelly Luther in Texas. We don't support the random jailing of, for example, the woman who's now a household name, Shelly Luther. I thought it was terrible. I thought he was a terrible judge. The, the prisoner would like to speak a word. You need to apologize. What were you thinking when he said he, you need to apologize to the politicians? I was like, what? So, sir, if you think the law is more important than kids getting fed, then please go ahead with your decision, but I am not going to shut the salons. They're putting this woman in jail because she's trying to feed her kids. The whole thing is screwed up. Well, I'm, I'm proud to stand with Shelley Luther, and I'll tell you what happened to her was wrong. Yeah! I'm not anyone special. I just know that I have rights. You have rights to feed your children and make income. Right. And anyone that wants to take away those rights is wrong. We only had people in Washington, D.C. who had half the guts of this patriot play Shelley Luther. Everybody, welcome back to Courage to Stand. I'm Shelley Luther. I hope that you got to catch last week's show with Dr. Thomas. Um, if you saw any of the Dr. Fauci emails that came out, we actually taped that show before the Fauci emails came out, and Dr. John Thomas was talking about how he did not feel like any of the science that Fauci was giving all of us uh, that changed everybody's lives was actually real. And then our show comes out right after the Fauci emails, basically confirming exactly what the doctor said. So if you missed that show, please go back and watch that. Share that with your friends because we're showing you actual real people here on Courage to Stand that want to stand up for the right thing, but they don't have a voice. And so we need to share and make sure that it gets out everywhere um, to make sure that other people um, that are going through the same thing as far as being hit politically or their business, um, because basically we're not huge government officials that can basically shut everybody down. Today's episode is exactly like that, but even more harsh. I want to welcome to the show the owner of The Rail Club Live, Chris Pallone. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Shelly. <laughs> you look defeated. <laughs> it's, it's when you fight the government, the government fights you. So it's yeah, and they have year. a lot more players. It's not Absolutely. fair. And I know exactly. Um, you and I met fairly uh, recently after I had gotten out of jail. Mm -hmm. And I said, man, this, this guy's doing fighting hard. And, and what a lot of people don't realize is the battle was different. Um, a lot of people are like, go save that guy, go save that guy um, in Texas. And I know, I, I know a lot of you are not in Texas that watch the show, but we have Texas Alcohol and Beverage Commission, TABC, um, which obviously does not regulate salons. Um, we could actually serve alcohol, but because we give it away free, mm -hmm. it's not regulated, which is a whole nother crazy <laughs> story. Um, but I was not affected directly by TABC because um, it was a different, whole different regulation system. Bars in Texas were basically just screwed. 
screwed. And um, Texas Alcohol and Beverage Commission is run by, uh, their, who is their boss? Kevin J. Willie is the chairman. Kevin J. Willie. And who is his boss? Governor Abbott? Um, yes. Greg Governor Abbott, Abbott runs it. So it's a government-run <laughs> entity. And basically what their their primary job is, is to do is to um, regulate the alcohol sales, make sure people are paying their taxes that they're supposed to. Um, their job definitely isn't to close down businesses. No. So can you tell me... What happened? Okay, so like when I was shut down, we shut down for a month. Did mm -hmm. you guys shut down in March? Yes, we were shut down for 90 days. 90 days. Mm -hmm. Okay. For those of you who I shut down for 30 days before I went to jail. You stayed closed three months. Mm -hmm. Just about, yes. So we met after I got, I saw the social media hoopla on you. I'm like, uh, Tim and I are like, we have to go meet this guy and see what we can do to help, which come to find out we couldn't do much because of TABC. All we could do was social media wise help right. you. So what happened exactly? Like explain um, the breakdown because mm -hmm. people want to know exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. um, and because a lot of people see you as a villain. Why didn't mm -hmm. you just shut down? Absolutely. You so, know, you have a family. Of course. Of course. You know, we might not be essential to you necessarily, but I'm essential to my children. Exactly. You know, well and a staff. lot of people look at you have tattoos. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, a lot of people look at you like you might be a bad person because of the way you look, things like that. Or you the know? undesirables. Undesirables, not to me, no, but you. there are some people that would look at you and be like, this guy, he couldn't own a business. Absolutely. You own a business, you run a business, you mm -hmm. know math, mm -hmm. you can read, <laughs> all of these things. And you had a very lucrative business before all of this happened. You had live bands coming in from all over the nation, mm -hmm. um, coming and just letting people go in there and have a good time. Absolutely. So what happened? So it's important to start this off so that everybody's on the same page. June 26, 2020, Governor Abbott lied on national television to every single one of you guys. He said that he was closing down the bars, which couldn't be further from the truth. He did not close down the bars. He closed down the 51% bars, which means they derive more than 50% of their gross revenue annually from the sale of alcohol. Okay, so let's start there. So all, he shut down everybody in March. Mm-hmm. I go to jail in May. Mm -hmm. um, you're still shut down at this time. He did open bars and restaurants back up for like two weeks three or something. Weeks, it's three weeks. Three weeks, I remember. And then all of a sudden, somebody came up with some study saying that it had to be the individually owned bars, the so ones that did not sell food. Mm -hmm. COVID had to be there. Mm -hmm. And nowhere else. Nowhere exactly. else where they serve alcohol. Exactly. Salons. We can serve alcohol because, and, and as long as we don't charge people for it. Mm -hmm. So he closed down 51 percenters. 51 percent means that you sell, you have more alcohol sales than you do food or any other item. Yes. Um, so that means you shut down mm -hmm. because you didn't serve food or any item that outperformed your alcohol sales. Right. But if you are Chili's, uh, any of the any of these restaurants that have. Even sectioned off bar sections, mm -hmm. you could not get COVID there. Mm -hmm. It's important to understand they have the <laughs> same exact mixed beverage permit as us. The difference is I can't, I can bring a gun into Applebee's, but I can't bring a gun into the Real Club Live. That's the only That's difference in the license. Absolutely. The only difference in the license is a gun is not permitted in your place because you don't sell other things that outperform your liquor. Exactly. And here's the other crazy part is when he closed down the 51 percenters, it's important everyone understands not only what the definition is, but it also is made up primarily of small business owners, VFWs, Elk Lodges, American Legions, and other nonprofit veteran organizations. So America, we, we did that. We went and served um, Tim and my campaign group and um, a lot of people. We went and hosted a Thanksgiving dinner 
um, to assist with some of the veterans who had nowhere to go for mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. Um, and we talked to the American Legion. Um, I don't know what you call the head guy of it, but he said they were in big trouble yes. because they served alcohol there. They mm -hmm. served food. They, but they served down, they shut down the only place where veterans had to go talk to other veterans. Yes, it's horrible because it, what, it, we never started fighting the government over this because of our right to sell alcohol. It had nothing to do with that. The way Executive Order GA-28 was written <clears throat> stated that patrons will not patronize 51% establishments, which means the only people allowed on the property is the owners and the operators. My employees aren't allowed. My, my mother isn't allowed on my property. It's like me coming to your house and telling you grandma's got to go. Basically, that's what um, I think Clay Jenkins and Judge Moy, they gave me a um, temporary restraining order against my own business. <laughs> and I'm going, who's going to start paying the lease on this? Because exactly. it's kind of a lot. Exactly. Um, but you could go on your. So let's also talk about when you close down a business like this. Mm -hmm. It's not just grungy looking bar owners. Right. These are business savvy people. This is your partner's. This is bartenders. This is waitresses. Mm -hmm. This is your cleaning staff. This is all the musicians. Mm -hmm. This is your promoters. This this is the booking agents. Mm -hmm. This is the freezer guy. It's millions and millions and millions of people were affected in Texas because the 51 percenters were closed down. Absolutely. Governor Abbott did not care at all. Nope. And he violated Article 1, Section 17 of the Texas Constitution when, by doing so. Article 1, Section 17 of the Texas Constitution literally verbatim states, so the takings clause, you cannot take private property for public use without just compensation. They didn't pay us to shut down. They no, they didn't pay anybody mm -hmm. to shut down. So he's an attorney. Mm -hmm. Just checking. And hopefully he's read the Constitution. <laughs> Maybe needs to reread. But what I'm saying is there is a clause in there, and it, it definitely wasn't made for the Disaster Act. But mm -hmm. if you're going to use certain laws to say that you have the right to do something, right. you've got to follow all the laws. Right. And the Texas Constitution protects us from that as well. He cannot make an executive order that um, it, it, will, it cannot supersede the Texas Constitution. He literally superseded the Texas Constitution. Nobody did anything about it. Right. There is one law that was created in, I think, 1975. It's the Disaster Act mm -hmm. of 1975. It definitely wasn't for like a, a virus or a pandemic. Right. It was basically more for like earthquakes mm -hmm. and uh, tornadoes and think weather disasters, Ooh. honestly. Um, and to give the governor power to evacuate if he needed to mm -hmm. or do something like that. But honestly, in my opinion and in, in my attorney's opinion, that is unconstitutional. Absolutely. You do. I mean, I know they had they had the, their heart in in the right place when they were creating that. But you do not have the right to tell me to evacuate my house if I don't want to. You're right. I mean, it would be stupid if I didn't. Mm -hmm. But it, you don't have the right to legally make me lose uh, my house, which exactly. is basically confiscating my house from mm -hmm. me. So. You don't, you, you had, when was the first day that you opened back up? We, we, as far as defying the government? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I mean, I wouldn't say it's defying the government. I, I would say exercising your rights as a, as a citizen. So I was a, I was a hazmat specialist for 10 years. And, and to be specific, I specialized in uh, DOT 6.2, which is infectious substances. I was part of the, you, wait, <laughs> I was a part of the, I was a part of the Ebola strike. Okay, team. wait, for how long? 10 years. Okay, so for 10 years, you were part of the Ebola strike team. Well, yeah, that was one of the many contacts. One of had, them. Yes. You were basically, as far as hazmat is concerned, an expert yes. in communicable diseases. Yes, we used to make mitigation plans and contingency plans for the state of Texas, as a matter of fact. You have, 
even without um, COVID coming, TABC is allowed to come in and inspect your property at any time. If there's a roach somewhere, your site, like if there's anything going on as far as sanitation practices are concerned, they should have already been on top of that. Absolutely. That's the same with salons. Mm -hmm. We have very high sanitation training, um, but now they're saying it's all for our fault if we didn't keep it sanitary, but they never came around to begin with in the first place. Exactly. Why, why be regulated if they're not going to do the job? Exactly. Okay. The, the so shoes. the day you decide to open back up. Mm -hmm. We decided, I got, with, uh, I got with my staff and we decided that we were going to perform a safety demonstration um, in which we went above and beyond CDC recommendations, above and beyond Texas health mandates. Um, we fogged our building with a... Uh, uh, COVID-19 substance that, that, that kills it off, um, the entire atmosphere. I had a lot of people trying to, to, to sell that to me. Mm -hmm. um, I just didn't, I know why you did it. Mm -hmm. You knew that your bar was already sanitary, mm -hmm. but you wanted to sh prove, to That's show it. that you would do everything possible to keep anyone safe. And let's, let's keep in mind, these people were willingly walking in. Yes. It's not like you were holding a gun to their head. They right. wanted to come in right. to your facility. We're in 800 capacity room. We only allowed 40 people to participate in this, in which we hand chose. We did not charge a cover. Um, we did not sell alcohol. We locked it all up because this is a demonstration. Uh, this is me protesting on a building that I operate. That you're legally allowed to do. Yes. Um, so you didn't sell alcohol. Nope. It should have nothing to do with TABC because Absolutely. there was no alcohol mm -hmm. there. What happened? Um, Andrew Norton, which apparently is a um, felony for me to say, according to the TABC. Well, say it again. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Andrew Norton, Andrew Norton, Andrew Norton. <laughs> I mean, how dumb do you guys think we are? Honestly, yeah. so they, he shows up about 30 minutes into our demonstration. Um, like I said, no alcohol, no money exchanged between business, myself or patron or I wouldn't even call him that protester. Um, all tables were social distanced out, check temperatures, the whole nine yards, everyone's wearing masks. Um, takes me outside and you can see all the news crews swarming me and he tells me that I can shut down or I can get a 30 day suspension. And a 30 days. And so this is TABC saying that they're going to suspend your liquor license for 30 days when you were not even really allowed to be open anyway. Right. So a suspension on top of already being shut down. Right. It's kind of irrelevant, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, so, okay. so they, we, after we, I mean, you can see it right there on, on the news clippings. I told him the same thing I just told you. We don't have alcohol. We're not selling anything. And he said that we, Greg, Greg Abbott has given us the authority to interpret executive order GA-28. You need to shut down. So he says Greg Abbott. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I walked back in after refusing to shut down and ripped up that mandate. Good for you. In front of everybody. Good for you. And little did I know that was going to be the spark that ignited a forest fire that we're still dealing with to this day. Which... There's um, not a lot of bar owners that were willing to stand up because TABC had such a chokehold on mm -hmm. them. Um, it was kind of like um, Governor Abbott's little ace in the hole um, when it came to people fighting back against the mandates. Yes. And now looking back a year later, more than a year later, the Fauci emails coming out where he is basically saying that masks don't work. Mm -hmm. um, basically, it just has to run its course. Uh, keeping people in their homes is not Absolutely. what's going to stop this. We had that feeling beforehand. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. The government is not there to protect us. They are there to protect our rights. Absolutely. And we stood up mm -hmm. and you got lots of death threats. You have, you have children. Mm -hmm. yeah, so two beautiful boys. Two beautiful boys. 
I want to talk more about that mm -hmm. um, when we get back, because this was so important to you that you were willing to uh, not have your kids for a little while because you were so afraid of your life, you did not want to involve them. Absolutely. Thank you for watching, you guys. We'll be right back. The following are sponsors for today's show. If you'd like to become a sponsor, please visit us at couragetostand.com. Looking to buy or sell real estate in North Texas? The Neal team with Better Homes and Gardens Wine-Ins specialize in residential and farm and ranch properties. Call our friends, Donnie and Darla at 903-744-5475 or email neal at wineinsbhg.com. Just one call, and as Donnie says, the pretty blonde and the ugly cowboy can put the power of two to work for you. Your journey starts here. Again, Donnie and Darla Neal at 903-744-5475. Jara Hutchins owns Clearing the Chamber, a female-owned firearms and self-defense training company that specializes in teaching women, youth, and families how to stay safe. We have a class for everything, including intro to handgun, time management for the gun owner, how to talk to your kids about firearms, license to carry, and how to protect what you're expecting, a class for new and expecting mothers. We have all five-star reviews on Facebook and respond quickly to your questions. Give us a call at 469-665-9333 or email clearingthechamber at gmail.com and schedule your free consultation. Again, that consultation is free. Just give us a call at 469-665-9333. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Courage to Stand. I'm sitting here with the owner of The Real Club Live in Fort Worth, Texas, Chris Pallone. We're talking about your kids, and this is not, this is, um, this is serious. Absolutely. This is serious because I know what it feels like. We had helicopters above our house. Mm. We had death threats from both sides of the aisle. Um, people thinking that I was just out to kill everybody. I wanted every single person dead at the time. Mm -hmm. And they were willing to give me a death threat, which doesn't make sense, because I was willing to open up and I, I just wanted to kill everybody. Right. What was happening? What kind of threats were you receiving? You have two pretty young kids. Um, you know, prior to July 4th, we announced our, our plan, our safety demonstration, and then the, the floodgates just opened. I'm talking dead birds, uh, countless um, um, death threats via, like through Facebook and things like dead that. Dead birds like on the porch of the... Of, of the rail club. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was bad. I was never in fear of my life, um, but... My children, for sure. Like you can, you can come after me, do what you need to do to me, but do not mess with my children. Right. Um, so yeah, I had to, my my family had to had to leave my house, and uh, it actually resulted in us separating further. Wow. Because um, the last year we've given up everything from um, all of our personal finances to our our peace of mind um, to uh, looking over our shoulders. And uh, I don't want my children going through that. And the confusion that comes with it. My, my, my seven-year-old wants to be a police officer. So when he sees me swarmed by 15 TABC agents who blocked all my doors and exits and who put me look in the like box, police officers, he's confused. He, yeah. he naturally thinks that's And, and let's guy. just say, we don't have a problem with police officers. Not at all. There is zero problem with police officers. Um, and Fort Worth PD did a great job over the last year. And I said that us. about Dal Dallas PD, too. Um, I never, they were almost embarrassed mm -hmm. that they had to come serve because first of all, 
they knew it wasn't their place to do that. Right. They didn't want to do that. Right. They were made to do that because our government officials, Greg Abbott, is a coward. Amen. And I don't know about you, but Greg Abbott, he never met. He's, he's never spoken to me on the phone directly. Amen. I've asked to meet with him several times. No. Mm -hmm. And he's saying that he wants to work with us, but he won't, he won't meet with us. Mm -hmm because he won't acknowledge us. I had 15,000 of our organization members send the same exact letter that I wrote to Governor Abbott. We never heard anything back. 15,000. 15,000 pledged to do it. Wow. We have never heard a word from him. So you still have attorney bills. We have the same attorney, Yes, we by do. the way. I don't use my attorney as much anymore. Sorry, I, I mean, I'm glad I'm out of jail. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'm not paying you. But you still have a ton of attorney Just fees. There, you, do you have somewhere where people can help we, you? We do, it's uh, Chris Plone Fights for Freedom. And honestly- Dot com? Um, I'm, forgive me, yeah, it's on the GoFundMe. Okay, That's okay. what it's titled. It's so you could go to GoFundMe and go to Chris Pallone and you can see his name there and we'll post that as well fights for freedom. And this isn't just him. Yeah, exactly. This is not just Chris. This is not just Chris's family. Unfortunately to you, it's everything, your family, Absolutely. but you have taken, taken one for the, for the team. Right. I represent across all the, the nation, across the nation. Mm -hmm. You guys did something. Um, you opened up how many bars across Texas? Was it across it was Texas? across Texas. How many of them? We hosted the largest bar protest in American history. We had 797 bars staying in solidarity with us on July 25th for Freedom Fest. July 25th, Freedom Fest. Okay, so that's when the 51 percenters were supposed to be closed. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, after the TABC officers come and give you all of that hell mm -hmm. for being open mm -hmm. that first day, it was your birthday. Mm -hmm. Happy birthday. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. You went to to afterwards after you shut down your protest, mm -hmm. your demonstration. You guys went across the street to Boomer Jacks. Mm -hmm. For those of you across the station, uh, across the nation that may not know what Boomer Jacks is, it's called. It's kind of like Chili's or yeah. whatever. They serve food, but they do have a a bar area that is mainly like bar people. Three dollar crown and down. I love three dollar crown and down. You okay, can't beat that. so you go there. Mm -hmm. It's packed. Packed. Yes, we counted two hundred and ninety seven people. I counted. Mm -hmm. 297 people. Yours had 40. 40. Was TABC there? Absolutely not. Why not? Nope. And we even called to make a point. We, they, we even took a photo, a side-by-side -side photo, um, to show what we did versus what they did. And um, yeah, nothing. Nothing at all. So you can get COVID where there's 40 people with masks. You have an 800-person capacity. Mm -hmm. All spread out with masks on. Mm -hmm. But you could be, there were people, I'm sure, sitting in people's laps, arms yes. around each other, no masks on because you're drinking. Right. But TABC was not there. Exactly, which ignited our fire even more. I mean, this was this was never about saving our business at this point. This is No, about, and right, I noticed all. that too when I shut down. The pet groomer next door was cussing me out mm -hmm. because I was trying to kill people, but they were essential the whole time because, of course, your pet needs to be groomed, mm -hmm. but not yourself. Absolutely. The day that I went to jail, you could get an abortion, Botox breast augmentation, um, you could get your dog groomed, you could buy CBD oil, you could get liquor to go, but you could not get your hair cut. It's not, it is not about safety at that point. Nope. And we knew it, and they didn't expect us to call their bluff. Nope. And I don't think they expect us to take it as far. Right. Oh no. And, and that's what, and here's, here's the deal. It's when, when you take on Texas, Texas takes on you. They, when they violate your rights on national television, they don't just hit you up and apologize. They do everything within 
out of their power even to suffocate you out or to silence you. And that's what we're doing with to this day. They're trying to take our license away to this day. So you got an email yesterday yes. or your, your attorney sent you the email saying yes. that they are trying to permanently suspend your license. Yes. Because I'm still going through that. A lot of people don't know that either. With the salon, the city of Dallas is still trying to take away my salon, mm -hmm. even after the Fauci emails come out, even after we've been proven right. Mm -hmm. But even if we weren't right, even if this was like a real thing, like mm -hmm. what people said it was or what Fauci said it was, they don't have the right to do what they did. Right. You are absolutely right. That's why our Fifth Amendment exists. Right there. I mean, we would have no problem closing down if they would have honored the U.S. and the Texas Constitution. That's why it's in writing. That's why it's there. Right. And we didn't back off of that. Right. So, yes, to answer your question, yes, still to this day, they are trying to silence us out permanently. Now, to be fair, they've been trying to take our license away for the last year. What they're doing is they're trying to dig, make me involved in a money pit, which it is. You know, as soon as we get back up on our feet, it's like I got to pay the attorneys more. I got to do this. That, no, what they think, they, what they hope is that you run out of money. Yes. Because they have unlimited sources. Yes. Um, and they just want to just basically drain you, drain you from your family, drain you from your money, drain, drain you from your club to where mm -hmm. you have absolutely nothing until you shut up. Absolutely. And that's why when the people spoke up for me, and did that GoFundMe. And mm -hmm. I know people have probably helped you, probably not in as big as fashion, but we need to change that because it's okay to disagree with the government, people. Yes. You're not a bad person because you disagree. Our entire history revolves around disagreeing. And the Constitution was built to make sure that the government didn't think that they were in charge of us. Absolutely. And that, that, that they didn't think that they could tell us what to do. It's right. actually the opposite. And that's what this GoFundMe is all about. It's not to protect the Rail Club Live. What everyone needs to understand is there's never been a lawsuit like this in American history, right? So there's a, this is uncharted waters. So all it takes is one bar to win this thing. And now you open up the floodgates because no, I mean, all the lawyers are trying to figure out how to approach this and mm -hmm. things like that. You know, miles and miles of red tape. Politicians have put miles and miles of red tape between us and them so that when they violate our rights, it's going to cost us a quarter million dollars just to scratch the surface of getting Here's justice. something else that, that dawned on me. When we went back and looked at the GoFundMe or people that contributed to my cause, most of the donations were less than $5. Mm -hmm. But what that, tr what that shows is affirmation that I'm going to send you a dollar. That may be all I have. Mm -hmm. And we did. We got in the mail like someone would send us a dollar. Mm -hmm. It's affirmation that I stand behind sure. you. I may not be able to help you financially, but I stand behind what you're doing mm -hmm. and I appreciate what you're doing. Spiritually, it helps. It helps mm -hmm. because it's hard to get up each day when you're getting beat down by Absolutely. so many people and it's a new thing every single day. Mm -hmm. So what are your plans now? Like what, I mean, not that you can have plans because it's like you don't know what they're going to throw at you next. We got them. We got plans. Uh -oh. we, uh, we, we're, <laughs> we're blessed. As soon as we were able to, basically we have had the longest liquor license suspension in Texas history. We got our license back back in March. We, the TABC tried to take our license away. The judge said, no, you can't do that. So TABC started trying to make deals with us. What judge was that in Fort Worth oh, or was no, it a, a Supreme was, um, Court? Or? Um, no, no, it was, it was, it was one of our uh, SOAH hearings. Okay. They did. And, and forgive me, there's so many of them. It's hard to keep up. No, it's And they're hitting it. us from every single angle. Um, but long story short, we got, we got our, uh, we got our license back and then we immediately went to booking the biggest bands on God's green earth. I've been watching you <laughs> on Facebook. You've been having packed houses, packed houses, packed, but nobody's dropping down from, you know, like getting COVID. Nope. There's not people dead on the streets, just nope. only outside of your bar. Exactly. So that is actually 
it's, it's caught us up on our COVID debt. Now, don't get me wrong. This, there's a long road ahead of us. But as long as we can keep that momentum and keep it going, it just sucks because that's your that's your profits to, to rebuild and to recoup all your well, losses. It's not just that. Your staff. Yes. Um, your staff probably fell behind on their Every rents, single one their mortgages, all of those things. Yes. And it's pretty tough in, in, in a business like that to actually build up a savings and be, you know, like, and they lost it all. You're right. They we're, lost everything. We were uh, once upon a time a $1.7 million grossing business. Now, I mean, we're getting, we're getting there, but we're worth probably about 24 bucks right now, you yeah. know? And, and that's what it does to you is, is you know, they, they shut down your business or your industry for almost a year and they're hitting you with this on the other. And let me, let me remind everybody that the comptor didn't miss a beat in freezing bank accounts and getting theirs. And yeah, I started to say, Greg Abbott never missed a paycheck. The sit, no one in the city of Dallas. Betsy Price gave herself a 3% raise yep, she in did. 2020. Well, I know that the city of Dallas tried to give themselves raises after, after the pandemic. And mm -hmm. it's like, what is the nerve of these people? They didn't miss a meal. No, not in the slightest bit. It's really easy to go on TV and, and, and say these things, but you're not the one that doesn't have AC in your car or taking cold showers. And yes, these are all true things. I haven't taken a cold shower or I'm sorry, a hot shower in four months because I love what we're doing more than taking a hot shower. You know, right. you got to go all in with this yeah and so far with that mentality we're learning that the righteous prevail the people the perception you know we went from being grandma killers to wait a second these guys are onto something right and public perception starts shifting after freedom fest we have to proving twice on national television under the eyes of the nation that we could conduct business safely you got to start asking the question what is this truly about right Right. And so if you start diving into the root of all evil money, see that Greg Abbott signed executive order GA 17 on April 17, 2020, in which he gave 39 members of a COVID strike force power to um, to advise him in infrastructure, public safety. Um, and these were all uh, big box retail. Like these are yes. these are very rich people. They're corporate heads. Um, but I don't know if you saw an article I read later that. Yeah, he brought them on to pretend that he was getting some advice. Mm -hmm. But there was an article written later where some of the strike force team members were saying he didn't listen to us, what we said. Hmm. He didn't listen to us. We tried to tell him advice and whatever. And if it went against what he thought, he just ignored them. Hmm. So that that's a problem. Absolutely. Well, that the meetings didn't have to be public. They didn't have to document any of that stuff. I mean, you have Tillman Frieda, a billionaire, a restaurant billionaire that makes a fortune off of alcohol, right? So, of course, when that gets brought up, hey, we need to do something to, to stop the spread, you know Tillman Frieda was the first one to stand up and be like, uh, no, we're not shutting down our bars. Right. Can't do that, Gregory, you know? So, he's not a 51 percenter? No. No, he owns all the salt house, steakhouses, oh, all the rainforest. Yeah, salt grass. I keep saying salt house. Salt grass, mm -hmm. rainforest cafe, thousands of seafood restaurants. I mean, it does good work. It's good food. I mean, you got Bobby Cox. The yeah, it, it, here's roses. the thing. Not, not blaming anyone for wanting to stay open. You're not going to Boomer Jack's next door saying you want them in trouble. Right. You want to show a comparison and say, we can do this too. Right. Just because we sell. Now, let's just talk about this. It's not even just food. You could have sold hats. Mm -hmm. If you, this is how dumb it is. This is how dumb it is. You, people could have gone in your bar. If you changed your liquor license, say mm -hmm. a lot of people did, just, they just folded on it, right? Yes. You could have sold a t-shirt to people for $100 and given them 25 free crown and downs. Mm -hmm. But as long as you didn't sell it as a crown and down or some sort of alcohol, then that's legal. Yes, I could give you a lap dance. Would people want a lap dance from you, Chris? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, 
Hey, it, just, it just proves my point. Everyone wanted to know why the yes. strip club stayed open. That's why. You could, oh, wait, I, I did forget to mention That's the day why. I went to jail. You could go through a drive through strip club. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So it has nothing to do with food. <laughs> it's the first time in the history of the world that, that public safety boiled down to gross revenue generated by hot dogs or, or lap dances versus gross revenue generated by Miller Lite. Right. And, it, and, and he was able to demonize it because it was alcohol. Right. We're the undesirables. We're the disposables. Most people are ignorant to the fact that Chili's has the same liquor license as I do. Exactly the same. Mm -hmm. And you could sit on people's laps, not wear a mask. You could, there was no, um, at that time, I mean, he changed it later, but at that time there was no occupancy regulation, right. regulation when he opened them back up. Mm -hmm. People all over each other, but TABC was all over the 51%. Yes, which is crazy because what's, what, here, here, here's another smoking gun for you is, Alcohol taxes is public record, right? So it's amazing to look at June 2020 numbers versus July 2020 numbers, not to slam Boomer Jacks again, but Boomer Jacks showed a $55,000 increase in sales. And it was in fact the most profitable, or I'm sorry, the highest month they had ever reported in gross mixed beverage taxes or receipts um, since the opening that location in 2017. And, and, and Boomer Jacks, and again, not knocking them because no, I, I would them. be open too if I were you, mm -hmm. great food, great whatever, but the only thing that Greg Abbott did was kill the little people in this, the yes. people that came that had a dream in America to open their small little business that mind their own business, small mm -hmm. salons, small business. It only affected those people. And how many bars were just shut down forever? And how? these are bars that were open for generations. Mm -hmm. Like my great grandpa owned this bar gone. Countless. 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 So and we VFWs went out too. The VFWs. And, and these are our veterans. And we, I can't even get into the veterans thing because with my dad being a veteran, how, how little we do for our veterans. But it's disgusting. We don't have a ton of time. I do want to make sure that people know how they can donate to you, how they can send you a message, how they can get a hold of you. Maybe they, they can't give you money, but they have another way that they can help sure. you um, through donations or helping you in any other way. Please tell everybody how, sure. how they can get in touch with you, the mm -hmm. GoFundMe, all of that stuff. Of course. So. Right out of the gate, though, I want everyone to understand that this isn't this isn't the rail club versus the world. This is all the 51 percenters standing up for on, on behalf of principle, right and wrong, um, to make sure that this can never happen again to any small business owner. So, like I said earlier in the show, this opens up the floodgates. Once we win, this opens up the floodgates for everyone else to get justice and restitution. So every dollar sent or um, it can be sent to uh, Chris Pallone fights for freedom at GoFundMe. Um, or shoot us an email at chris at stanfordsomethinggroup.com. Message us over Facebook. I have a page on Facebook. So does the Rail Club. One of our guys, not myself. I, I actually answer like 99% of these things. Yeah, um, but we'll also put the links. When, when we share the show everywhere, we will put the links on where people can go if you don't have awesome. something to write down or whatever. You're, but, you're amazing. Thank you. Um, no, you're amazing. And and I'm not just saying that. I, I know a little tiny bit of what you've you've gone through. And you've gone through that in multiple months multiple multiple mm -hmm. months compared to the small that i've endured and it's um it's a lot well thanks to you i didn't go to jail <laughs> i did get you that <laughs> you did, you, did. Yeah. you were wanting you know it probably would have been better exactly. if you did honestly it would have made well, a bigger we have to do it exactly you have to do it in order for people to realize mm -hmm. i'm cute um, i would have made it yeah you'd have been fine <laughs> you'd have been fine but um chris Pallone, and, and seriously you are the epitome of what the show is about thank you and you're not worried about yourself. It's not about you. No. It's about the other business owners that, and you having a voice for them. So Absolutely. thank you for doing that. Thank you. It means more to me than you know. Oh.
Thank you, everybody, for watching Courage to Stand. Chris's story will not get out unless you share. You can also go to CourageToStand.com. And if you get on our email list at CourageToStand.com, we'll send you all of the links so you can help Chris Pallone and the Rail Club Live and basically all of the other small businesses, especially the 51 percenters that you guys all know what it is now. Um, we're proud of people like you. And please keep standing up. And please, please keep having the courage to stand. Thank you so much.